Are you sacrificing precious brain space for the ones that don't actually matter? Good morning, competitor. Jake here, your chief encouragement officer, and welcome to the Compete Every Day podcast. Ooh, it's episode 720. So starting off a brand new month, it is November 1st, which means, man, we got 61 days left this year. 61 days to continue either A, pursuing our goals from this year, or B, starting to build next year's momentum. We're entering that time of year where you've got holiday parties, busy schedules, travel, family, you name it. The calendar is filled up, and it becomes an incredibly easy excuse to justify waiting to work on that goal until January, waiting to start making progress until next year, as if we're going to magically be overwhelmed with all this motivation and suddenly this new discipline on January 1st. Most people do that and they fail to realize that next year's momentum is created by the work we do this year. How we finish this year determines how we win next year. So let this be the morning reminder to not put it off, to not tell yourself you'll start it in January, to not delay. Start putting the groundwork in place now. Start creating the plan. Set aside 10 to 15 minutes every single day to work that plan. Go into next year already running at full speed for the new goal instead of hoping you can get everything kickstarted on January 1st or January 2nd. And just a selfish plug here if you need some help with that, our Win Your Next Journal is a 13-week journal designed to help you every single day chip away at those big goals. There's places to write down your daily targets, to set quarterly bucket goals, to reflect and refocus on where you're growing and improving every day because we know improvement and growth is not accidental, it's intentional. And so one of the ways you can do that is picking up a win your next journal or pick up the three bundle, which will take you through 39 weeks well into the new year and beyond. Even better, you can save 15% off that single journal or that bundle by using the code podcast at checkout. So P-O-D-C-A-S-T will get you 15% off that journal or any order at competeeveryday.com. So now, are you giving up brain space? Are you sacrificing just energy, attention, non-renewable focus on others? I saw a quote that talks about the more you think about them, the more they win. The less you think about them, the more you win. And when I think about this, I think about it in a couple fold. I think about maybe somebody who's wronged you, who's frustrated you, who's angered you, betrayed you. A lot of times what we do is, is we hang on to that anger toward them and we replay it over and over again. And, and maybe we'll go a stretch without thinking about them. But then we see something on social media or we hear something someone else says and our brain immediately goes back to that person and we get angry again. We allow our emotions to fester at what they did or what they didn't do and how it's impacted or offended us. And the more I think about that, the more I realize that every time we allow ourselves to do that, we're giving that person mental bandwidth and space and honestly doing nothing to help ourselves with it. Think about it. We get upset, we get stressed, we get angry. It does nothing to impact or influence that individual. They don't even know that you're feeling that way. If they did, they might think, well, I'm just living up there rent-free in your head and I don't ever think about you. And that's a, that's a thing that tends to 
happen most often, right? We allow someone to fester and sit, take up space in our brain for something they've done, how they've upset us, where we feel uh, wronged, but doing nothing to, quote, get them back, to make it even. And so the thing we have to learn to do is to flush them out. Take a big old mental dump and get rid of them. And it's much easier said than done, right? Because they're going to keep popping back. I know years ago, there was someone that professionally, we were peers, got along well, did some work together. And then for some reason, they just cut it off. No idea why, no idea what I did, said how I offended them. And it ate at me for a long time. I did the whole thing that we always do, right? You replay over in your head over and over and over again. What did I do? What did I, like, how did I mess this up? Why don't they like me? And what I came to realize is part of the frustration was I just don't know why the relationship changed. So is that unknown? Part of it is just that only child upbringing of mine of wanting to be liked and accepted. And this person, quote, must not like or upset me. And so it ate at me for a while. And I would see things on social media and it would frustrate me. And so I got to the point where I was like, hey, listen, I'm not going to follow this person anymore. I'm not going to look at their post or their newsletter. I'm going to completely remove myself from the situation. Did that change things overnight? Of course not. But what I found is over time, I removed interactions with them. And then on the rare occasion that that interaction did pop back up and I felt those emotions starting to swirl more within me. I just had to check myself and say, hey, why are we feeling this way? Are we feeling this way because we did something wrong? Well, if we did something wrong and they didn't address it, then the relationship doesn't matter enough to move forward. And if it doesn't matter to them, there's no sense in investing all in on one side of a relationship because a relationship takes two. If I didn't do something wrong and I'm overplaying it, they just have grown in a different direction then I'm wasting valuable time and energy that could be used to help me grow in my future direction. And then finally, reminding myself, not everyone's going to like you, not everyone's going to be for you, and that's 100% okay. Am I for me? Am I okay with me? And if I can go to bed understanding that every single day I'm striving to become the best version of myself and how I show up as a husband, how I show up as a leader for our community, how I show up to make an impact, then understanding that that relationship has no impact on me. Even better, the funny part is really thinking about that past relationship I looked at it because as an only child, I looked at a lot of times as people as friends when more often than not, they were acquaintances, right? Professional acquaintances. But when I refer to them as a friend, what it does is attach additional emotion to that relationship versus, oh yeah, they're a peer, right? And the more separation I take, the more I understand, hey, it was just a professional relationship. There's people I worked with years ago, I talked to maybe once a year, if not, not at all, doesn't mean anything happened with the relationship, just means our life grew in a different direction. So you notice when I, my brain starts to go in that negative direction and I start to understand I'm giving someone space rent-free in my head while not impacting them, I have to reframe the perspective I have on the relationship. I have to change how I talk about that relationship. And then I have to understand it's time to just mentally take a dump, to let it go, to flush it out. And sometimes it's closing my eyes, focusing on my breath and letting go of what I do not control and putting the focus back onto that question of 
What do I still control? And what am I doing to reach my goals instead of win approval? We've talked about this here on the show, but you can chase approval of others or you can chase progress, but you can't do both. Because chasing approval is putting all your time, your energy, your efforts into something outside of your control and allowing someone else to determine your happiness and version of success. Putting all your time, energy, efforts, and focus into progress is putting the attention squarely on what you control and what actions you're taking today to get better. What more could you accomplish this week if you flushed out the things you're hanging on to in your brain? How much more productive would you be over the next 61 days towards your goal if you weren't constantly replaying or wondering or wishing you could change that past dynamic? How much freer would you feel if you just took a brain dump? Instead of allowing the things outside of your control to hold you back, this morning put the focus on what's in your control and go compete. I'm cheering for you, competitor. Go win your day. Thanks again, competitor, for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. This is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and I'm glad you're here because that means you're a driven leader who wants to maximize your performance and pursue greatness in every area of your life. To learn more about Compete Everyday, get involved in our leadership cohort or find resources to help you lead better and succeed more, visit CompeteEveryday.com. I'll see you next episode.